I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome back to The Bridal Breakdown. What's up? We are on episode 102. 103. 103. I see I've been gone for a second. So You have been had, gone. You've had I, you've had some life. I have. I've had some life, some medical things that I've been dealing with that we'll maybe talk about another day with maybe on Chris's podcast. Yeah, we got Shameless that podcast plug coming that that's up. That's coming. Yeah. Yeah, we've been we've, we've been trying to hype it up. We uh yeah. we should be releasing that before July, before the start of July. But anyways, you're back here. I you're am. back with us today I'm and back we just had breakdown. a badass interview. Y'all, it was so fun. You guys. We forget how much we love interviews. I know. You're it's like we forget how much we like to talk to other people. <laughs> well, and here's you know what I like about us? Like I've listened to some podcasts where it always seems like the guests like they have interviews and they talk just as much as the guests. I oh, feel yeah. like we have really tried to ask just good questions for yeah. our listeners to get the information that they want and need. Yeah, but also not but. It's more and. I say but a lot when I mean and, by the way. <laughs> it drives <laughs> Ashley and Justin crazy. They're both like, but is negative. And what is if positive. you said it drives Ashley but Justin crazy? It, it drives said, Ashley but Justin. See what I did there? <laughs> no kidding. Um, and she was so, not only did we ask good questions to where they get the information, but she's so fun to talk to. She's so she entertaining. Is. She's so knowledgeable. Like I was interested the entire time and I'm not a bride getting married. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were, yeah, well, I saw your face, Chris. Like, you're like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a bride. Like, you know, no, it was, that was a great you conversation. So entertained. It was yeah. Great. That was so great. So we just interviewed Emily Edgar. And she is a makeup artist who has a quite, uh, really, really impressive resume. Oh like, my gosh, you guys! Her clients have been fashion, uh, fashion. They have been, <laughs> <laughs> they've been featured in New York Fashion Week, in Style Magazine, the New York Post, J.C. Penney. Like it is. She's also worked for clients like Huffington Post, American Express, Uber, AT and T. Like this woman is phenomenal, and now we have her in the lovely Midwest. And so, what that has done is amped up all brides' accessibility to her knowledge. Oh my gosh! Totally, totally, totally. Emily is She's amazing. A you know. I mean, you look at the work that's on her website and you can clearly see she's a master at her craft and she's great at what she does, but she has something that not all professionals have. And that is, it is the fact a that heart- she was trained in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go with that. Let's throw that out there. But let's also like, she's an educator in not only yes. is she an educator, like she's good at communicating what she is trying to communicate. And that's not a skill set that a lot of professionals have. And so um, truly, I can't think of someone, you know, better to have on the show to talk about something that has been in our lineup, uh, mm-hmm. a subject to get to for quite some time. We were just waiting for the right fit. And uh, and man, Emily definitely brings that. And so, uh, Ashley, what can people, what can brides expect when listening to this episode? Well, you can expect, I think, to feel really good about your self-confidence, like your self-confidence boosted and like being okay with 
who you are and your own beauty and that your beauty is not the same as other people's beauty or what you see on Pinterest and that's okay and that's awesome. Um, So I think that alone is just so light filling and I loved that. But also she gives you practical tips for doing your own makeup, practical tips for how to deal with working with a makeup artist and maybe not loving something about your trial run because that I know is can scare people as they're like, I didn't oh, like yeah. my trial run, but you're too afraid to say something, you know, how you can say something. Um, yep. How you, how you can communicate what you don't like. And um, what you do like, how to figure what out you what like. you like. Yeah. Yeah. She, she a talks a thing. lot. She talked a lot about, you know, that there's really a point in the episode where she kind of gives brides a starting point to figure out like what direction to go with a good yeah. starting point. And so Versus this episode, this episode has kind of two makeup. different parts. Mm-hmm. It, it's got a section where we, you know, lots of at lots of points during this conversation, Emily shares her expertise that just applies to anyone, uh, whether you're doing DIY or you're doing, um, you're hiring a professional, how to find a professional, what to look for, what should be a red flag. Um, but then also we start talking about uh, DIY for those of you that have actually decided, you know what, I'm going to, uh, I want to empower myself to do my own makeup on my wedding day. Um, and with that being said, Emily's created a course. And that's a big part of this conversation uh, is she kind of shares some of that knowledge that comes from this course. We go pretty deeply into what the course entails and um, how you can find the course and all the things. But you guys, she also surprised us with the and you'll best, hear it. You'll you'll hear a genuine surprise. She surprised our listeners and us, Chris and I, with the best discount code possible. I'm floored. You guys must jump on this. I I don't know how you won't jump on this because. Chris made a really good point. Him and I got off of the call with Emily and he was like, not only are they going to use this knowledge for their wedding day potentially, but they're also going to do it for their engagement session, for their bachelorette party, for their bridal shower, for every wedding they ever attend in their lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it, he's right. It will pay for itself. That's I never, I didn't even. It will pay for itself so many times over, so many times over. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, like, if you're going to hire a uh, a makeup artist to do your makeup for those events, some people end up doing that. Some people end up biting the bullet and just trying to do something and then they're not happy with their makeup. They don't feel comfortable in themselves. And this course is going to equip and empower you to figure out your style and how to feel like your best version of yourself. Yes. And that's priceless. I want to point out something that I just realized as well just now. This is the bride's guide to beauty, not the bride's guide to makeup either. Ooh, come on. It's the bride's guide to beauty. She talks about, I mean, her course involves all the questions that you wonder regarding beauty, the spray tans, lash extensions, hair extensions, anything that involves that presentation of you feeling confident, putting your best foot forward, skincare. Like it's all everything all encompassing so that you're best prepared and all your questions are answered. Like she flushes it all out in this course. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's it's very good. Ashley and I are people who buy courses or have bought many courses throughout our professional careers. And guys, I'm just going to tell you, and I'm going to be honest with you, this price that she has for the course is a steal. Now to Already, someone- Without the discount. Who, yeah, without the discount. And we haven't even shared it yet. For somebody who doesn't buy courses often, 
I mean, courses are typically, I mean, near the thousands, like depending on what you're buying and what you're getting from this. And so there's several different options. Uh, she's very open with the pricing and what it is on her website. Those, The link to her website is in the show notes. But she's giving our listeners a discount code for $100 off of this course, which depending on which one you get is either you know 50% off or 25% off. Or that's probably decent math. It's probably close enough. Yeah, (laughs) something like that. This course is very affordable, anyways, and so we're so impressed. We love, we loved her. I think you're going to love her. This is going to be very valuable in general. Ended the episode realizing, like, wow, we need to do a part two, like an AMA, like an Ask Me Anything, uh, because while there is a lot that we got into, there was still so much that we could have talked about. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're going to be really excited to have her back on. Um, with that being said, here is the interview with Emily Edgar. Hi, Emily. We are so happy to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. This has been an episode in the making for a bit, so it's super, super exciting to have you on. Not only is it exciting to have you on, this is a topic that we've had lots and lots and lots of brides ask for, so Mm -hmm. we're super happy to have you joining us. Thank you for your time. Of course. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, it is... It's one of those things I always get asked about anyway, so, you know, I'm happy to be here and, like, sharing the knowledge with everyone, you know? Heck yeah. Absolutely. It's, I think makeup and beauty in general is such a pain point. And it's not even it's a pain point I that people think of, but it's like all consuming whenever you do start thinking about it. You freak out and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to look my best on my wedding day. And I think that's why questions come up to us all the time, but we can't navigate it. Like this is not what Chris and I do. <laughs> well, and yeah. I have it's even true. less to say than you do, Ashley. I know. Chris is like, okay, yes. Lip color. Excuse me. What? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, the industry is so vast. I mean, like, you know, if you go into any of those beauty shops and we all know them and have them in our local malls and whatnot, but like there's just thousands and millions and thousands of millions and millions of products out there. And it's so (laughs) hard to like know where to even start, you know, and you've got beauty and then you've also got skincare. So there's just like so many things and there's your day-to-day wear versus like special event makeup which is what you know something like bridal makeup would fall under so there really are a lot of things and then you know you go to your free education like you know instagram or youtube and then that is inundated with you know information so it is really hard to like especially for a bride to find out you know like where should you go to find the best information. So yeah, it really is. I got married in 2020 and mm-hmm. our listeners will have heard stories about my wedding probably by now, but it was only with 13 people. And I was, I remember freaking out and watching so many YouTube videos and I, I know how to do my own makeup. Like, and I also went to school for aesthetics. So I have a, I have a little bit of a foundation there that some people don't. And I was still panicking. And yeah. so the fact that you're bringing up things like skincare and what products to use, I'm like, okay, but which powder is going to be better and hold up and also not cause flashback? I don't, and some people might not even be thinking about that. And then they use a powder and then they look like a ghost. Yeah. You know, it's very true. There's just so many things. So yeah. before yeah. we dive in, how did you get into weddings? How long have you been doing it? Okay. What's, What's your skinny? Yeah. So basically, I've been a makeup artist for over like 12 years now. It's hard to keep track, honestly. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I fell into this world whenever I was young and just one of my first jobs was working at the clinic counter. And I just fell in love with the ability, the artistic quality of makeup, you know, being able to like play with different colors and textures and things like that. And it wasn't until I moved to New York where I, where I realized, you know, wow, this is something people do for a living actually. Yeah. And I graduated college during the previous economic crisis. Yeah. So I have a degree in PR and advertising, but like no one was hiring obviously. And so I thought there's no better time now than to figure out if I really want to pursue makeup. So I found a school that I wanted to go to, uh, just so happened to be in Paris. So I spent a year in Paris studying. No big um, deal. Yeah, it's casual. Just France. <laughs> just France. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, that's where it gets in your bio. I saw the French yeah. in your Instagram bio. Yeah. Well, it's even more so because I married, I met my husband there. So I am like French by proxy, you know? Yes. (laughs) Wait, I love that. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I spent a year there studying um, and it was only a makeup school. There wasn't any hair or, you know, um, facials involved or anything like that. Yeah. So I moved back to New York where I was living and kind of was freelancing in the industry and um, worked at an academy. So the same academy I attended in Paris um, opened up an academy in New York and they asked me to help them uh, work. You know, they asked me to help them open up the school. Like open up. Yeah. Yeah. I was one of their lead educators. Yeah. So I did that for a while. And then um, my husband and I started our family and we moved back to the Midwest. And that is really where I started um, doing brides more on a full-time basis. In New York, I would pick them up here and there. Um, but once we moved back to the Midwest, it was just, there were so many brides everywhere and I just really wanted to bring something different to the market that I was in and really kind of share with brides, um, their own definition of beauty, you know, rather than just like copy and pasting something that we see from Instagram or Pinterest, you know, finding and being inspired by those images, but like making it really work for the woman themselves. I love that because everybody's face is different. Because yeah. So like w- when you look at somebody else and then maybe you're disappointed that you don't have that same look or that same eye shape, mm-hmm. and there's like a layer of education there and like that you're your own beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, you know, I talk a lot about that with my clients, managing expectations and, you know, in those photos that we see on Instagram and Pinterest, there are there's a whole team of people behind them that have been doing this specific thing for years and years. They're wildly talented. There's thousands of dollars of like camera equipment and lighting. There's uh, like post, (laughs) you know, work that's done on the image. So, you know, there's no way to have an exact replica. And even as an artist, you know, I could try and recreate the same look a thousand times, but as any art, it's just never, you're never able to get it. It's always different, you know? So yeah. That's what I try and share with brides. Well, and it sounds like, gosh, you have quite the bio behind you. Like you've, you know, being able to go to France and being able to do, you know, schooling there. New York fashion week. You know, New York fashion, you know, being an educator in the space. Like I can't think of anyone better to have on the show to talk to our listeners when it comes to bridal makeup. And so we kind of went back and forth about which direction we're going to take this episode uh, to serve two different audiences. But Today, if I can just set the tone for the episode, we're going to hone in specifically on brides who want to, for lack of better words, we're going to use this buzzword, DIY their bridal makeup. 
Um, we know that we talk to our listeners all the time about prioritizing their wants, their needs um, that they want on their wedding day. And so maybe for some of you listeners, you've decided, you know what, my makeup is important to me, but I would love to be able to do it on my own and be able to alleviate some of those costs there to be able to put them somewhere else. Um, and so this is why we think it's fantastic that we have you on today. We're going to yeah. touch and talk about DIY. Uh, and then even at the end of this episode, or at some point during this episode, you've even created a course that we want to talk a little bit about that equips and it teaches can help brides. empower people to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I love that word, empower mm-hmm. people to be able to do their own makeup. But we wanted to, on the front end of this, give some quick tips to people who may be hiring a professional. Yeah. Ashley, I think you had a few of those questions. And then do. we're going to sol- we're just going to let you maybe share just a few little pieces of info for anyone who is going to be hiring a professional and things to know. Uh, yeah. But Ashley, go ahead and kick that off. I think some of the information that we're going to talk about today or the questions are going to cross over really in both routes. But first and foremost, I just think the very beginning of it is, okay, no, I'm not going to go there. We'll do do skincare and prep later. But I'm just thinking the thing that comes up to me and I think was a personal thing I've witnessed my couple's experience is that like they do their trial run with Mm -hmm. a makeup artist. So this is finding a makeup artist. And let's say they found a makeup artist and they do their trial run and they hate it. What would you recommend for them? Do not leave. (laughs) 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 No, every makeup artist structures their business differently, right? So mine in particular, I don't have timed trials. Um, Okay, yes. And I always will tell the bride, you know, expect it to be a couple hours just in case we need um, a little extra time to edit and adjust things. And this time for the trial is really, it's not necessarily testing out the makeup artist. I really want women to start, you know, they find somebody that they, they love the work that they've seen. They vibe with the person, even if it's via email, you know, like you're going to get a feeling for somebody. And then when you're in the trial together, really fleshing out like what it is that you want, right? You shouldn't just use this time to say, um, you know, like, can you do a smoky eye, right? You want to really, you want your makeup artist to sit down and like talk you through what you like for makeup. You know, they should be talking to you about what your wedding's going to look like, about how you wear your makeup day to day. You know, are you like ultra glam? Do you always wear lashes? That type of thing. Because that does really influence the way that the bridal makeup is going to be. And there's a lot of small nuances that the artist will kind of pick up on that will influence what the wedding makeup is going to look like. And I love that. It will solve that problem of like the bride coming in with, you know, that classic Kim K photo and being like, I want this. <laughs> and then you do that as the artist. And then she's like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of makeup because yes. <laughs> we, we know what goes into that. Right. But not everybody understands that. So sitting down and really talking, like you might say you like glam, but your definition of glam as the bride is a hundred percent different than everybody else's you know it's yes those things it's very fluid so really having that moment to sit down and talk with your bride like with your makeup artist about what you're wanting and how you typically wear your makeup and what your wedding's looking like is so important um wow and if you're not happy with it talk to them like this so how, is what should they say amazing. like how should they communicate that is it yeah. is it 
less about I'm not happy with this. Obviously, you probably need to give some specifics, some direction, some yeah. uh, I don't like this or I, I wish this looked like that. Yes. And this is actually a really great tip to use in this situation where you are working with a makeup artist and you don't like what's happened. But then also whenever you're looking through images and it's like inspo images and stuff prior to the trial, you know, this is a great exercise. So whenever you see something, what is it about it that you like or dislike? You know, like it might be that you hate everything, right? But it also might be that you just don't like the skin texture. You know, your skin texture is more matte than it typically is and you don't like how it looks and feels. You know, do you like the lip color, but your eye color is too dark? You know, there's like really break down the makeup piece by piece. Is it the complexion? Is it the texture yeah. of the complexion? Is it the eye? Is it the brow? Because a lot of times it's not everything. A lot of times it's just one or two things that need the tiniest little tweak. And then it's like, ah, this is perfect. This is me. And I love it. You know, so really communicating and breaking down those those um, elements of the makeup help a lot in that situation. That's so good. I love yeah. that, too, because it also makes it feel less like I think when people think when people are approaching somebody to critique them in mm -hmm. obviously it's you're paying for the service you're allowed to critique it by the way like Absolutely. you have permission to critique this service um but i think the, approaching it from a piece by piece angle can make you also feel like you're not giving them all bad news where you're like i don't instead of being like i don't like it you can be like this lip is too bold or mm -hmm. my eyes are not um they're not pronounced enough or something because i also yeah. the previous point that you made about glam like I have seen so many people be like, I don't want a whole lot of makeup because they're afraid and then they get it and it's a super light eye and then maybe a bold lip and it's so shocking to the system. I also like how you emphasize like how do you normally wear your makeup Yeah, because then That's it can good. just be enhanced from that point versus <laughs> using photos from Pinterest. It's like, let me see what you look like on a normal day with makeup. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I love all of that. The approachability of breaking the face down piece by piece can feel not so overwhelming or like you're giving them bad news or even telling them that they're bad at their craft. Like that's well, not what you're doing at all. Sure. Right. Saying, I don't like this lip color. I think that any makeup artist oh, that sorry. has like a quality, sorry. I, do you want me to continue? No, you're okay. No, no you're good. Please. Go for it. Go for it. Yes. I was just going to say, I think that any makeup artist who has, you know, the responsible and appropriate amount of professionalism and experience is going to be able to take whatever feedback you have. You know, personally, this is not any influence, you know, upon what I can do or my skill level. This is just a, you like one thing and I like another, you know, it's like different tastes. I like sweet, somebody else likes salty, who cares? You know, it's like, fine. Yeah, um, and I it's feel fine. like, yeah, I feel like it's a great, like this is one hot tip for all brides. Like do anything possible to not hire a friend or a family member to do your oh wedding makeup gosh. or hair so even great. because you know it's like they're gonna be the heart the ones that are really hard to tell i don't like this you know because it's i a have witnessed relationship this you already firsthand have. firsthand yeah, i've so seen friendships crumble on yeah. the day of or I've seen a bride go through with a very dramatic look. That yeah. is how her friend wears her makeup, but it's not necessarily what she would wear. And she didn't have the heart to tell her. And because of that, she looks back and regrets her wedding photos because that's all she sees. That. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. And like, that's why 
you know, I always try and encourage people just even if you do your own makeup versus having a family friend or a best friend do it, that's better because, you know, what if they flake? I get so many calls and emails about makeup artists flaking because they hired a friend, you know, and it's just so much easier to tell a professional because you it's a yeah, it's a service that's being exchanged because you're paying for it. You they should be able to provide the service, you know, so it's so much easier to tell someone you don't like something whenever it's that kind of contractual exchange of stuff of services. That's that so is great. so good. We're just shaking our <laughs> yeah, heads. Yeah, we're like, just like, that's wow. the kind of stuff that's, yeah, no one, you know, and no one tells you that. So mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you're sharing that. That was a very hot tip. Do you have a few others like that? Like if you, you know, yeah. someone's getting married and they're like, hey girl, can you give me just a few things that you wish every bride would know, you know, DIY sure. or not? Definitely. Okay. Um, I think if like you're hiring a makeup artist, definitely like, the way that they communicate with you is a big key. You know, if you don't hear from them for weeks at a time, like we're super, super busy right now, slammed. Um, it takes us a couple of days to get back to emails and to process contracts and all that. But if it's weeks and weeks that you haven't heard from them, that's worrisome because, you yes. know, there's just, there's not like a license you need to have for makeup artistry. So, it's it's tough because they might just flake on you. So always making sure that they're like com- the communication channels are open and that also you've signed a contract. Like contracts are scary for people, but I really position it as the you sign the contract for the protective policies of myself as the artist, but also the protective policies for like you as the bride, you know, and the client. There oh, are so things in there to protect yeah, the client so that I don't flake, you know, th- those types of things. Yes. So even if it's even if it's just you getting makeup done, like it's so important to have that contract signed, and it it kind of levels up the experience and the professionalism of the artist too. I think. And I'm sure that even shows you like where they're at in their professionalism. Oh, like yes, if that's exactly. something, like do they even have a contract? Is are we just mm-hmm. going off of word of mouth? This seems a little sketchy. Like you know what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, that's and great. I mean that's, that's another so good. good tip too. Word of mouth. You know when you're looking for a makeup artist. Um, it's, I think it's really important to go through like a multi-prong approach. You want to make sure, you know, word of mouth is great. Um, but then also check out their Instagram pages, but then also check out, you know, do they have a professional website? Because Instagram is like totally where everyone goes now to check everybody out. And that's great. I just think it's so important. And it shows again, that level of professionalism for them to have like an independent page where yep. they list all of their work, you know, how long, you know, a little bio about themselves, you know, FAQ, I think as pricing. Exactly. Yeah. I think so, that's a really I, good point. It shows their, I, it makes you just think again, like, okay, they're a professional and they're going to be there for me. They're a service yeah. provider. They do this. I feel that mm-hmm. way with every industry, like in the wedding world, if they don't have a website, I would be a little wary. Yes. Yeah just a little wary. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like when you go and you are looking on Facebook for a business or you're looking, you Google a business on Facebook and then you go and you click their website and it links straight to Facebook. You're a little weary yeah. of like, Oh, it's not a real website. Like this is it. Is Ashley, I had a question I wanted to ask Emily, but I wanted to see if you had a question that you wanted to ask her before I asked mine. No. Okay. So <laughs> I would, I would punch myself in the face forever, Emily, if I did not ask you a question about timelines and timing. Oh uh, my gosh. I didn't even consider this yes. today. Oh, Christopher. I've, I've, I've had it. I've had it. So 
I think I it's very you, easy. Nothing and so, makes Chris more mad than this. Well, so but here's the thing is I'm not I'm mm. not mad at the makeup artist ever because I, oh, I truly believe it has less to do unless it's someone who's very new, new. a friend, a fa- you know, mm-hmm. a family member, like but if it's a professional what I'm imagining is happening when the timeline gets back behind on makeup is a few things. They sprung looks on them, additional looks on them the day of, and then things yeah. take a little bit longer. Or mm-hmm. the bride was very pushy with how long that they had and didn't actually get the realistic timeline of what this would take. They say, hey, I need this done in 20 minutes. This is what the timeline allows for. And you realize yeah. like, I can try to do that. But so what, as far as timing goes, how long, I don't know if this is such a broad question, but no, it's okay. how can a bride best set up a makeup artist for success on their wedding day to nail the timeline that they have without throwing them curveballs? I love that. Yes. Very wise because that really has a huge influence on how the day goes. You know, if like hair and makeup is delayed, then the ceremony totally. is delayed. Everybody's losing their mind. Like it's intense. <laughs> We've been there once or twice. Yeah, I know. I have not been in that position, but I've heard horror stories, so I can only imagine. <laughs> um, it can I get think, bad. Yeah, I think the best way a bride can set up her beauty team for success is to very directly ask, how much time do you need? Like, clearly, um, without putting pressure on the bride or on the makeup artist, because sometimes if it's makeup artist hasn't been around for a long time, or they feel uncomfortable, you know, if the bride is being really pushy about like 30 minutes per person and that's it. And like this person can't work that quickly, you know, that would put you in a bad position. So just openly and honestly ask them how much time they need and then do what you can to work around that. Um, And then if their, their needs are longer than what you have available, talk to them about maybe adding on an assistant. So I, will usually request 45 minutes to 30 to 45 minutes for the bridal party and then an hour for the bride just because i don't want to rush the bride you know it's like Mm -hmm. her day and it's a moment for her to chill and relax Um, but you know i can offer services like that because i've been doing this for so long and i've done new york fashion week and paris fashion week and so i have been under those like so yeah so you're saying 30 to 45 minutes for a that's not per bridal that's like you're talking full wedding party no, 30 minutes per person. Per person. Okay, I was like very <laughs> Not- blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is amazing. Like she's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel okay. like my... And that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty normal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that just talking to them about being really clear and explicit about like what timeframes that you have. And it's just all about communication, you know? That's why brides um are you know bridal parties and brides it's more work than like any other field in the industry for makeup at least because there is so much communication that needs to go into it um yeah and rightfully so you know because you want it to go off without a hitch and you just don't want to pressure your beauty team to work under conditions that they're not a hundred percent prepped for Absolutely. I think even that just gives the beauty team permission to have the time that they need. Yeah. And not exactly. feel like they're like, I can get it. No, I can get it done in three hours. I can do it when they're like, no, I need five. Yes. Yeah. And that's I the think thing. Like, you're either going to have a delayed day or your makeup and hair is going to look really bad. And neither one of those are like a, an okay solution. So 
Gosh, that's so true. I think that yeah. sometimes what what keeps brides from wanting to do that is that maybe they don't want to show up as early as they have to on their wedding day. Yes. But, you know, also it's like, you know, you can't rush the process unless mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Like Emily said, you know, you're going to end up with a delayed timeline or yeah. it's not going to look great. And that's not what I don't think anyone wants that on their wedding exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, so, I really did. I just recently had to tell a bride, you know, she had a huge, it was like 14 people and she needed it done in like a four hour, five hour time frame, And I had already added an assistant on geez. and then she wanted to add a, a second assistant on so that they could start a little bit later in the day. And I'm like, this is a Saturday in June. So it's 100% I've, possible. Like, yeah. And <laughs> you're like, I don't want to sacrifice the quality by getting somebody that you don't trust. Yes. Yeah. I won't do it. I mean, I just, and that's a position that I have because I've been in the industry for a long time and I know when to say no to things. Um, but not every, you know, professional and artist is comfortable saying no in that position, especially if they're starting out, you know, and that it just is like a tough thing all around whenever you're forcing, you know, square pegs into a round hole basically. Right. Oh yeah. That's so good. I already feel like Gosh, just in that, you know, 20 minutes, like 25 minutes, there was so much gold in all of that when it comes to that's stuff that's applicable to anyone. Like, <laughs> there we go. It's one of those is like, Ashley, do you have any more questions about that? Or, or can we talk the, a little bit about DIY? The only, well, this, this, this can carry us into DIY. Cool. Um, so this kind of goes with, I loved earlier with, when we talked about trial run and like, mm-hmm. let's not use this trial run to try out makeup artists we are committed to this makeup artist and like let's make her work Mm -hmm. and let's make this makeup look work look excuse me let's make this makeup look work holy moly yeah that's a tongue twister right there (laughs) no kidding um but on that note I feel like what I witness a lot and I used to do senior photography so I would literally like witness this firsthand people have this shock after they're getting their makeup done for the very first time of holy moly this is a ton of makeup and I feel like a clown like I've literally witnessed people say those words and then having to set this expectation to them that makeup for photos requires more makeup can you talk Mm -hmm. about that a little bit at all just I think even setting that expectation for people can make them less afraid of it when they see it that's well and I do think that that is very true you know you need more you need more coverage, you need more definition around the eyes, um, all of those things. I think it it's something to just kind of um, understand going into it and being realistic about what you want. You know, if you want um, to have, you know, if you've got discoloration or imperfections on your skin and you just want it covered and gone, um, the easy way is to just put a one layer of full coverage across the face, right? And if you don't have a lot of skill or talent with makeup, that's the way to go and it'll look great. But it's also something that you're going to have to realize, I feel it. There's foundation on my skin type of thing. So I think it's yeah. a lot of like managing expectations in that regard of kind of understanding that, you know, if you want a specific outcome and a specific look in the images in your wedding photos, then there is this balance of what you look like in real life but also wedding makeup is super tricky because you're doing makeup for you know in person experience yes you not know, like, just oh, photos that's exactly. true yeah. it's dual purpose photos yeah and you know the world has gotten better in that sense because um 
the technology of makeup has really gotten a lot better over the years. So there are a lot of great products where you can work in good coverage, but then the texture looks like skin still. It doesn't look like heavy and matte and cakey. Um, so it's really, you know, it's gotten better and it's changed a lot. And then you also think, you know, um, I like put on the blush hardcore for brides because it's the first thing that I notice that disappears in photos. And then it's yes. the first thing that just disappears from the skin naturally. So it's one of those things that I always like amp up a little bit. But whenever you think about it, and in my other experiences, you know, I work, I've worked in editorials, you know, and done fashion spreads and stuff, and they use very little makeup. You know, the, the way that they work with the skin is a lot of like texture. And of course, we're talking like fashion models and whatever. So their skin is True, perfect. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, They're not human. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, you know, even in those circumstances, you don't always do like heavy, hardcore makeup. And those lights are the same as what you would use or stronger. That's true. You know, in, photo in wedding photography and stuff. So yeah, that's I true. think it's just kind of managing, again, it's all about managing the expectations, I think. Knowing that going into it, yeah, this is not like, I always say it's not grocery store makeup. It's not grocery shopping makeup. <laughs> We're not, we're not just people. scouting the aisle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's not like you would put this on your face and then go to the grocery store and be like, this is what I do every day. I'll, I mean, some people do that and that's great. I love yes. that. But not everyone does. and Not everyone's comfortable with that. And knowing that like in this moment, you're in the trial, you're, you're in your casual clothes, your hair is not done, but your makeup is like glam, you know, realizing yes. that it's going to fit better the day of. When your yeah. hair is done and you're glammed up, like exactly. It's, oh my right gosh, now that's, it's a missing that's so puzzle true. piece. Yeah, that's so it true. Is. I mean, I've heard, I've heard. Uh, it's oftentimes why, like, I know that a lot of our brides that um, that we work with for my wife and I's couples that they'll will often often encourage them to go on a date night because then they can throw on something nice. They can go mm -hmm. out, they can do their hair, and they can get a better feel, you know, for everything. And it's not just like, well, here I am in my, you know, my comfy clothes. Uh, it, oh, yeah. it kind of feels a little out of place for them. And I think you're right. It It's hard for them to imagine. Like if you put that, you know, where it fits on the day of, it's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. of course this makes sense. We've also seen brides be extremely underwhelmed because they thought they wanted a very natural look like Ashley was talking about earlier, then yeah. only to feel like, man, that doesn't look like I'm, it doesn't fit. This also I'm doesn't not, fit. Yeah. It, yeah. And you know, makeup is so personable. Like it, you can go super glam um, but then tone down certain things, you know, like if you really wanted, if you, you know, a super intense look or like big eyes, but then, you know, you felt like, oh, this might be a little much, you can tone down the lips or something. So it's really personable in that regard. Also, you know, you can shift things around to make it work for you. It's just kind of all about knowing kind of like being honest with yourself where you are and knowing, you know, typically I don't like to wear very much makeup, so I'm going to try this and we'll kind of see. And if it's too much, we take one aspect down a little bit. Or if it, I need more, then we amp up one aspect versus like 100%, you know? I love that. It's like if you think about it from a foundation perspective, which maybe this is somewhere where you can pivot into that, talking about picking something for yourself, but it can be applicable using or with a professional as well. Maybe you have freckles and you're mm -hmm. like, I still really want to see my freckles. You know, that's something really important to acknowledge. I literally asked Lara this the other day. I don't know because we started talking about this is oh, I started talking about 
brides with red uh, with freckles. And I was like, what what do they do? Like, because yeah. we've noticed that those brides that do, they tend to not it feels like they're in a weird place. Like, well, they don't like this is a part of me. I don't want me. to cover this up. I yeah. love this about myself. I, I, and so I, I literally asked her, I was like, what, what happens? What do they do? Yeah. I didn't get an answer, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> I love freckles. I love, I'm all about, you know, I'm all about every woman defining their own definition of beauty. You know, like yes. I shouldn't be the one to tell you, you know, like how you're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's your it's your things. It's your eyes. It's, you know, you're like, whatever, you know? So like, what is it that you love about yourself? And let's kind of like show off that. And so I love it whenever brides don't want to cover up their freckles and not, you know, I still do have some brides who are like, no, get rid of them. Like I love full coverage, but more and more I'm seeing brides who are embracing their freckles and embracing their beauty marks and all of that yes. and want it to show. So I will usually whenever I'm working with freckles, um, somebody who has a lot of freckles, I'll go very, very light and sheer with the uh, complexion. So I'll either use something that's kind of like a face and body with a skin like texture. So the skin can almost like you can see through it, but you're just kind of um, evening out discolorations. Or yes, I'll use just concealer and spot apply concealer in certain areas, you know, like so under the eyes or around the nose. So we're not covering up the vast areas of freckle, basically. Yeah, just covering up the areas where there's like blemish and imperfections, bags, yeah, exactly. sleep, hormonal, um, you know, under the nose, those exactly. those areas that women don't have even skin complexion. Yep, exactly. So, so it's just kind of about manipulating it to work for each individual person, really. So I have a question about for, for anyone who is considering DIYing their own makeup. What mm -hmm. are, um, I, you know, I don't have any specifics. I kind of just want to toss you a softball and let you go to Chris town. Is like, I don't know makeup. <laughs> on this question. Uh, I, I actually do think I know a little bit because of Lara, Probably. but um, yeah. not, and as no, anyways. Like, you know, you know what yes. is yes. on the screen. So, you know more than the average man. Yeah. This is, this is true. <laughs> so what would you say? to a bride who is saying, Hey, I want to do, I want to, I, I want to feel empowered to feel mm -hmm. confident in, in choosing and doing my own makeup on my wedding day. What do I need to know? So I kind of just want to let you run with this question and just spew whatever knowledge you have out, uh, for the bride who wants to take control of her makeup on her wedding. Yeah. Day. Well, I think the best place to start is knowing your bridal style. And this is like everything but the makeup and hair, right? So um, but the hair can fall into it too. But like, you know, are you um, more of a boho bride or are you a classic bride or are you one of those rock and roll brides who's like doing everything different? You know, there's not like an exact replica. Each bride is going to be different in the way that they design their wedding. But a lot of these themes kind of like fall into place whenever you start really dissecting, you know, how you're decorating, what your florals are looking like, where you're getting married, all that kind of influences the general style of the wedding. So kind of finding where you're at with that. Did you call that bride style or bridal yeah. style? Bridal style. I've never heard of this, Ashley. Have you heard of this? Yeah. No, I wrote it down. Know your bridal style. I love this. I, I love kind this. Of, I don't maybe I made it up, but I don't know. There's you might a, have made it up. I love it. It should a, be a thing. It should. And there's a really great company that is local to the area that but that does elopements all around the world and they're called Wildly Collective. And they kind of like brought this to my attention, how each bride kind of has like a style for their wedding and like, you know, them themselves. And it kind of like is evocative of who they are too as a person. So I say 
pull all of that, realize what that is, and then equally think about what your personal beauty style is. You know, are you super low key? Are you full glam? You know, do you love anytime you go out, do you wear like a big glitter eye and lashes or do you like a pop of lip typically? Um, I think once you know what these two things are, then you can better decide how you're going to design your own makeup look for the wedding day. Um, you know, if you are a classic glam bridal style and you are getting married in like a super fancy location, you know, like a hotel or um, like an art house or something like that. And so typically, you know, your wedding's going to be ultra glam, but typically your like beauty style isn't super glam. There yes. are ways to kind of meld those two together so that they work without you just having to do that classic, you know, glam makeup style of like a cut crease and high contrast type of thing. Yeah. So, so that would they important. Yeah, no. So like if they were meshing, I mean, mm -hmm. I would just picture that maybe they have because they're normally low key but they're going a glam wedding, maybe yeah. one piece of their face is like really glam and the others are pared back or something. Exactly. Uh, you know, in that situation, I would say, you know, doing a really nice delicate uh cat eye is really pretty, adding a touch of sparkle that's kind of like you know, there's the see-through sparkle nowadays where it's a little bit opaque, a little bit transparent, I guess would be the correct thing. <laughs> a little bit transparent. <laughs> you just pop it in the center of your eye and blend it out a little bit. And you've got a touch of glam. You've got a touch of sparkle, but it's not like really thick, really opaque, and it's not all over the lid. So you get some of that fancy without it being overpowering. You know, you can skip the contour that goes along with typical ultra glam makeup looks. So there's little like ways to kind of pick and choose certain aspects of beauty and have it work for that. You know, maybe you're a boho bride. You've got a lot of fringe going on, like pompous grass and disco balls, but um, you're typically an ultra glam makeup person. So yes. maybe you do like heavy contour and lots of bronzer and like a really pretty like copper bronzy smoky eye you get that like heavy makeup look that you, that you love sorry there's traffic outside it sounds like there's a drag race that's about to happen it does. <laughs> you're good you're good i love what you're talking this is like I've never heard of this like it sounds yeah. like it's like makeup theory for brides it's like before you before you ever get overwhelmed, because it seems like that's where a lot of the overwhelmed comes from, is they oh, don't know what so direction many Pinterest pictures. to go. But what you're yeah. saying, Emily, is that, hey, before you ever do these two things, you need to figure out your bride style, and then you need yep. to know your personal beauty style. And then exactly. once you have these things, it's kind of like it gives you a direction to go. Yeah, totally. It gives you at least a starting point, you know? And then whenever you're looking on Pinterest and Instagram for inspo images, like break down, like we talked about earlier, break down the picture. You know, what is it that is you're really drawn to? Is it because her skin looks like so fresh and glowy and pretty? You can do that easy, you know, and that works for any type of bride. Or do you love like the high contrast contouring of her face, the highlight and the contour, you know, or do you like the lip color or like how feathery her lashes are? A lot of times people, when they realize that that's a thing to do, brides will like start pinpointing specific aspects of a picture that they really like and what they really attach to versus like the whole thing, you know? Wow. So be like step two, basically. Yeah. 
Holy cow. So then when they figure this out and then now they're ready to take action on it, mm-hmm. do should they use the makeup that they already have in their bag or do you recommend anything in particular that's important to go fetch? Well, this is a really good topic also because I am one of those people where it's like, you know, there's so much out there to buy. I could tell you to buy 300 things, you know, to use. But, for $700. <laughs> yes, for $8,000. <laughs> like you also don't always need all of that either. So in the guide, you know, there are three main, there's three main like tutorials that I talk about in the Bride's Guide and to this Beauty. Is, because, this is your course that you have created. Yes. So the Bride's Guide to Beauty is my course I created for brides who are, you know, wanting to kind of do their own makeup and prep for their themselves for their wedding day. And there are three different main tutorials that I talk about. And a lot of times the makeup that I've done in my experience kind of lands within these three genres, basically. And so to preface each of these tutorials, though, we talk about what I use in the tutorial and what you might want to have accessible. But I say, make sure you've gone through this tutorial at least twice before you go out and buy anything, you know, because I don't specifically talk about like this Mac lip liner you need to have for this look, you know, because everyone's skin tones are different. Everyone's comfort level with like opacity is different. So it's really about, you know, practicing the technique with the product that you have. And then that's going to allow you to see where you might have holes and products that are missing in your personal makeup kit. I love that because I am totally the person that's like, okay, I'm going to go to this YouTube video, click Mm -hmm. on the products they used and I'm going to go buy everything, but it doesn't always work. Exactly. Because like you might have a different, you might not be able to get the hang of a liquid eyeliner, you know, like it just is not possible for you. So you don't have to force it. There's other alternatives. And that's, you know, I think a lot of that too is like affiliate marketing and everything. And while I love a good Afflink and whatever, it's, you know, it doesn't always (laughs) serve the person because we're all different, you know? Yes. And I, I, whenever I was getting ready for my wedding, my hardest thing was picking a lip color. Like I'm at Sephora yeah. and I see all this and I have no I've heard you talk about this lip color thing a while. I, it was it so seems like it was really a thorn in your side. It really was. It really was. Yeah. And what I ended up doing, I asked a makeup artist friend of mine and I, mm-hmm. she knew what was going on with my wedding and everything. And I was like, what colors do you typically use? And she gave me a few, but what I ended up doing took that knowledge, went to a Mac counter because all of her recommended, she loved Mac. She was like, it just stays really well on your lip. It's a good brand. So I went to the Mac counter and I had one of the Mac girls help me with my skin color and like achieve something that was neutral enough. But it's actually like literally what I'm wearing right now. Like I still use this every day and it was what I used on my wedding day. But that was how I found my lip color. I had noticed your lip color before. Will you drop the name of it? Yeah, it's f- uh, faux satin. That seems like oh, it might just be faux, and then yeah. the finish is satin. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Faux is like a classic color for Mac. Yeah, I, it's I love this color. So, yeah. and it's all about you know, especially with that type of thing, it's all about testing it, you know, because you don't know what direction to go or what you like or don't like until you've actually put it on your face, you know. So. If you have some lip colors at home and you do the tutorial, you try it out and you're like, oh, it's too pink or it's too 
you know, the undertone is too cool for my skin tone. That gives you a starting point, at least, where you can go into a shop or, you know, your CVS or local pharmacy and say, okay, well, this is the color that I have and I want it now more neutral or more warm. You know, you kind of have a start, starting point, a jumping off point to kind of shift from. Yes. So with your course, The Bride's Guide to Beauty, who is this for? Who is The Bride's Guide to Beauty for? What inspired you to create that, this? That exact yeah. question. We're on the same wavelength or something. <laughs> right yeah. minds think alike. <laughs> So this is honestly a really great course for any bride. Um, Initially, it obviously is great. Sounds like it's great for a bride that's decided to do their own makeup and is not going to hire a makeup artist. But we talk so much about the prep for the wedding day. So we talk about the timeline for getting things done, all things beauty. So lash extensions, you know, um, hair extensions, getting your last haircuts, things like that. The timeline leading up to the wedding day when you want to get those done. We talk about not um, the week before. Exactly. Not the week before. Just leave (laughs) that. Like go get a massage the week before, you know? Yeah. Don't touch your Um, skin. Don't touch your hair. (laughs) Exactly. And then we also talk about like skincare routines and that serves everybody basically. Um, Your makeup artist. You know, they might give you some tips, but you're going to see your makeup artist a month-ish out from your wedding, which is not going to be enough time to really, like, get your skin doing anything. So uh, we talk about skincare routines. And then also there's a section in the course that talks to you about – that talks to brides about how to hire a makeup artist. You know, like, what some of the things we mentioned earlier, what they should be delivering, honestly. Um, So – it works for brides who are going to do their own makeup, but it also works for brides that are going to hire a makeup artist because the tutorial aspect is only, you know, a small portion of it's a big chunk, but it's a small portion of like what's actually included in the guide. Yeah, I was looking at this and I just have to say, like, I, I don't know if you care if I yeah. drop like the the pricing of it. I have to say this is, feels extremely affordable it huh. seems like you've you've taken account to people um, in their financial situations with payment plans and things like that. And so yeah. I see that there's two versions. There's a basic and there's a plus. Uh, yeah. The basic is $199 and comes with, it looks like, all of the videos. Uh, and the plus looks like it comes with videos plus some consultation stuff with you. Is that yes. correct? That might be an oversimplification, but that seems to be what it is. And it looks like there's different breakouts for those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I feel like, this is just such an amazing product, such an amazing course, very affordable. Well, and Ashley, something well, that, well, something I think about with it is when you think about a wedding, like you've got your bridal shower, your bachelorette party, your rehearsal dinner, like you've got all of these events leading up to the wedding that you want to look your best and that you can continuously practice and mm-hmm. learn how to do your makeup the best. It's not just about your wedding day. And so this yeah. knowledge is for you forever. Yes. Yeah. And well, then you can also help it. mom. So mom mama bear also, is like, I don't know how to do my makeup. So many people also are like, Ashley, for all of those events, they're doing their own makeup. They're doing their makeup for their engagement photos too. And like, you know, or they're going and hiring someone out and someone, it just feels like this is going to equip you and save you money, but then also empower you to be able to, to best represent the way yourself that you want to be represented. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. I didn't want it to be, you know, like, outrageously expensive because I wanted it to be accessible to a lot of different people, you know? So that's kind of why I put the price point where it was. And also this is not going to be like, maybe one day it will be, but it's not my main source of income. So this is a situation where it's kind of like, 
I just wanted to get back to educating and sharing the knowledge that I've gained over all these years with women. And it is really important back to your me. roots. Yeah. And it's important for me to give the control back to women as to how to define their own beauty. And that is across the board, you know, day to day versus the most important day of their life when they get married. So it's, um, it's, I just find that really important. And it's true that there's so much more longevity to the course than just the wedding day, you know, like these techniques that we do around the tutorials are very wedding day focused and driven, but like anyone can do that look day to day, you know, so it serves oh, yeah. for the side of that too. Well, so I'm like looking at this. I love this bridal guide beauty, bride's guide to beauty plus section that they all have 10 beauty lessons, 50 videos Mm -hmm. total. But I love the three virtual consults with you to talk about the wedding look so that they can build their confidence. You can help them. What would that look like? What would that consult look like? It honestly is fully up to the client. So it can be a situation where we talk about, you know, like, we, I help them define what their bridal style is and what their beauty yeah. style is. Or maybe they have practiced the techniques, the tutorials a couple times and want me to watch them do it and give them tips on like how to do it this way or that way or help them through a part that they're struggling with. Or we talk about specific products, you know, it's really fully up to the client themselves. That's this is so wow. great. And also like. Anyway, your website looks amazing. We're going to link all of this in the show notes. Uh, we'll link to your Instagram. We'll link to to the course. I would also encourage guys, there is a freebie for brides on her site. Uh, yes. I don't know if you quickly want to highlight that. I know that we're coming towards the end of our time, uh, yeah. but we we love this this course that you've made. And so we are hopeful that we will have lots of our listeners go and check it out. So yeah, the Bridal Beauty Primer is um, a really, it's a free resource for all my brides. And we kind of just talk about like how to prep and plan for the wedding day. So we talk about, you know, what timelines to go with. Um, We talk about when you need to start thinking about spray tans, if that's an option that you're interested in, testing out lash extensions, lash lifts. Like there's a, a wide world of beauty services out there. And it's one of those things that Like you just want to test it out before, like you said earlier, the week before. So it's just kind of a primer about how to process and prep for the big wedding day. I absolutely love that. And you guys, you can find this at bridesguidetobeauty.com. All things Emily. Emily, where else can they find you online? Well, you can find me on Instagram at the Brides Guide to Beauty. And then also my personal Instagram is just Emily Edgar. Um, we are, you know, with the Bride's Guide to Beauty, we just like to put on a collective of like beautiful bridal images that kind of inspire people. Um, and then we also kind of talk about different, um, techniques and different products to use, like new products that I get sent and stuff. We kind of feature there. And I've seen you go live a few times on there as well. Yeah. I feel like. I try, you know, I'm I'm not very good at social media. I'm like a, an elder millennial, you know, so I do my best. (laughs) We think we think you're killing it. Emily, thank thank you so much for giving us your time and giving our listeners your time. We are going to link everything that you've talked about in the show notes. And uh, man, again, Ashley, do you have anything and anything else you want to say? We're just so thankful that you spent this time with us. I don't. Is there any last things that you are like eating at you that you need people to know? I have to tell you this. I cannot let you go without mentioning this one thing. 
I would love oh God, to okay. offer all of your listeners a special discount code um, if they want to be involved and come join us on the Brides Guide to Beauty community platform. We would love to have them. And I would love to offer your listeners $100 off. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. You guys jump and scream on this. How can, <laughs> Seriously. They, get this, how can they get this $100 off? Jump. So we'll set up um, a discount code. A discount code. Yeah, nice. we'll set up Perfect. a discount code. We can do the bridal breakdown if you want. Um, sure. And Perfect. everyone can just go to the bridesguidetobeauty.com, right? And yeah. sign up for the course and just pop that discount code in and it'll automatically take off 100 bucks for you guys. Guys, that is a you angel. Steal. Thank you so much for that, Emily. <laughs> yeah, I just want people to have this resource in their hands, you know? Like, I just find that it's yeah. so useful. It was useful before the $100 off. You guys, you need to go go support Emily. Go follow her. Go to bridesguidetobeauty.com. Jump on this for your whole wedding experience. This is for everybody. But yeah. no matter what, I mean, you're amazing. Yes, this thank you so much. Fun. So much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Emily, we will have all of that information in our show yes. notes. We know that you have a client that you have to work with. And so uh, man, just thank you guys so much for for listening and hanging out with us. And uh, we'll talk to you guys very soon.